this nation has there are been. four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar. Lack of a better word. Late rally on Wall Street. Big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Good morning, good morning. You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio. Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon, and I'm here with uh, Nick Antonucci and Shauna. There you all. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? Fabulous. Fabulous. Great to be here, filling in for KC, who uh, had a busy day of playing uh, golf. All right. Uh, we got a stock market out there, and it is positive this week. We're in the middle of earnings season, uh, which usually tends to give us a little bit of volatility. But October, we had, speaking of volatility, the lowest volatility month on record. On record ever. 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 Yeah. So, ever. so is this uh, evidence that the Fed is doing the most awesome job? Well, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think they're going to take credit for that, don't you? <laughs> of course. Or maybe no. Donald Trump will. Oh, I think I think we owe it all to Donald Trump. Oh, right. of course. Right. Yeah, the market's done nothing but go up since he got on the scene. That's true. And uh, now we have the lowest volatility month on record. And the market's up, S&P. Market's up. 17.16% year, year to date. date. Yes, absolutely. That's uh, that's pretty awesome. That's it actually uh, better than twice of what I would have expected coming into the year, especially when we had such a bump at the end of last year, 5%. From, I mean, how many uh, people expected 7? a 17% increase, I, you know? Oh, uh, well. There's still a little bit of time left. <laughs> a little bit of time. <laughs> what, before the world Shauna, ends or what? Shauna is the <laughs> agent what? of doom on the radio show today. <laughs> we have two it's months. It's falling. <laughs> We're going to lose everything. No, you're going to take in, you're, you're taking place for Bill Laco, who usually gets on and starts yelling, Sell! Sell! <laughs> Yeah, no, it is not time to sell. In fact, if you look at a lot of things in the economy, uh, the the fundamentals look pretty solid. Um, before we get into that, though, let's talk a little about uh, the returns, uh, a little granular look. Uh, Tech market, continues to lead. It does. Uh, market was up 80 basis points, 0.8% uh, this week. Uh, information technology up almost 4%. Real estate. That's a just this sector. week, 4%. This week, yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, if, do you want to look at year-to-date? We're up 37, 37 and, and a half. half. Yeah, and I mean, what's driving tech higher this week, that 4%, is if you look at earnings, I mean, they've been knocking the cover off the I ball. Know. You would expect to see some weakness after the run that it's had, but, right. you know, who, who have we heard from Facebook, Amazon, um, in terms of the fangs? Uh, yeah. Netflix, did they come? I think they've already reported. I think you're right. I don't think Google has yet. I don't watch things close enough, maybe. Uh, I don't well, watch them I mean, very close at all. Yeah, uh, but you, you hear them. You hear them uh, talked about daily. Uh, but in reality, you look at the PE when it comes to information technology, a lot of folks are saying, well, the market's up 17% this year. I, you know, everybody assumes that the next step is down. I will be the first to tell you, when I look at the trailing 12-month price-to-earnings ratio the market looks expensive. It's 31% premium to its uh, to its long-term average. Long-term average PE is about 16.5. Uh, current PE is 21.6, I think it is. Uh, so you do the math real quick, and it, it looks expensive. You look at 
uh, the price to expected earnings, uh, and it doesn't look near as, as uh, sure. expensive. It, it is still about a 15% premium. There. No, we're assuming that we actually hit those expected earnings growth targets right. to justify it, that multiple. Absolutely. The expectation has to become reality in and, order for this not to, to come unwound. And, and is there a reason that it... No, I mean, we, we the fundamentals of the economy, is, as you said, look really good for the most part across the board. Right. And, and we talk about tech doing so well year to date um, and even this week. If you look at earnings growth in just this quarter, the, the, the highest earnings growth with the exception of energy, which you have to discount because it's coming off horrible comps. And there's managed prices in oil. Exactly. So we, behind, we did behind hit 60 that, bucks a barrel again. Behind that, you have... Week. Tech stocks, growing earnings this quarter so far, 26.5%. Yeah, that's awesome. Sales are up 10.23%. So where do, you, where, where do you invest? You invest where the growth is. Most At least people, that's yeah. what's happening right now. Exactly. So, I mean, to some extent, I, I'm not saying you can fully justify the valuations in tech stocks right now, but if, if you're truly investing where, for growth, for earnings growth, that's, that's where it's coming from. Yeah, a lot of people here... Technology's up 37% this year. And well, what percentage of that is the fi- S&P 500? Do you know? Uh, I don't, it's, but it's, it's grown it's to getting be pretty huge. big. I, was 20 say. Some, it, I think some it's percent. the largest uh, sector at this point. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's over 20% of the overall market, um, which is pretty rare, especially when you have 11 sectors total, uh, and it's owning, you know, one-fifth. And you fifth, wouldn't say to sell fifth. that. <laughs> now, well, here's the thing. As Nick said, Earnings have been growing. Now, what I will tell you is it's uh, we're hitting market highs, it seems like, on a at least weekly basis, mm-hmm. sometimes daily basis. Uh, absolutely. It, does it make me a little skittish? Yes. I think in order to mitigate risk, it's a great time, and I've been saying this for a couple of months now. Rebalance your Great portfolios. time to rebalance, uh, which means that you take a little off of those uh, stocks that you have in technology that have grown so huge. Uh, you invest in, in areas where uh, the market doesn't look so expensive. Consumer staples, which are always kind of a boring scene, uh, but it's great to be boring if you ever have a downturn. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and you know, just, just to circle back what I said, that's where the growth is, but it doesn't necessarily justify the valuations on a lot of these tech stocks. I mean, you have these fast-growing stocks that don't at all trade on a valuation approach of a PE. You can't just look at the PE and say – Oh, that's expensive. There's a lot right. more that goes into it. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, what I like to do is look at at uh, current uh, price-to-earnings ratios and forward price-to-earnings ratios and look at them against their long-term average, uh, which is kind of what an analyst does, their own long-term average, the market's long-term average, things of that nature. Uh, and you can get a much better idea as to uh, uh, what the true valuation of, of these stocks are. Um, yes, I'm a bit nervous, uh, but I, we will never tell somebody to sell all your assets and no sit way. on the sideline. Uh, and we have a plan for that, Shauna. Absolutely. The 10-year rule, right? Absolutely. That's where we're looking at uh, liquidity and having 10 years set aside to live off of so that there is a pullback. You can weather through that. Exactly. So you've got money that's set aside, that's uh, that's protected uh, from the the volatility, the ravages, if, in fact, things do start coming apart a little bit, I guess. Uh, so, you know, when when uh, uh, you look at things long term, we have inflation. Inflation gets into the price of uh, all the goods that we buy. 
that becomes earnings for these corporations. Uh, in order to beat inflation and grow your purchasing power, the best place to do that is in the equities market. Uh, we know that timing is very difficult. There's been a lot of folks that have uh, uh, made attempts at timing the market, and quite often, mm. you know, they can do it for a little while. It gives them enough confidence to get crushed uh, over a long period of time. So, um, and you know, anybody that's been at it for very long has been humbled in some way, and it's usually that timing piece. So in order to avoid having to time the market, we just uh, we, we lay aside that 10 years worth of uh, liquidity. It takes a financial plan to get to that uh, particular piece, and, and then we can uh, uh, rest assured that we don't have to sell in a downturn. And you mentioned keeping up with inflation uh, for, for in the equities market. It's tough to do in the fixed income market even right now, oh, right as, now. as low as yields are. I mean, if you're looking at 2% inflation, and you have the 10-year bond at what 2.4, somewhere around there, 2.3 yeah. something. I so you're just barely, you're just barely me. beating inflation at that point. Yeah, 10-year Treasury right now, 2.34 percent, and inflation's at 1.9, 1.7. Yeah. yeah, it depends on what measure you look yeah, at, but exactly. All right, uh, we got a few things that we can get to real quick. Uh, GDP. Yeah, big was, uh, another solid number. Uh, third, our first reading, our advanced reading, as I call it, third quarter GDP. Uh, showed the economy grew at 3%, which is just below the 3.1% that we saw in the second quarter. But still, considering the the pace of, uh, at which the economy has been growing over the past, I don't know, what, seven years? Yeah. I mean, you can't be too upset with 3% growth. No, and it was expected to be 26 Yeah. Uh, the one downside to it, if you look into the details, consumer spending, which accounts for you know more than two-thirds of, uh, of GDP, consumer right. spending weakened in the quarter. Um, but the consumer, we got uh, University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey out this week. Uh, looked really good, 100.7 to yeah, end October. Yeah, yeah. It was the first of two readings that we got out in the week, actually. And you're right, the the consumer is at you know consumer sentiment is at at, all, at 10 year high, something like that across the board. And I think you'll start to see. Do you think that's Trump too? <laughs> no, I think <laughs> no, but actually, I think he does. I, I, I think consumer. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, consumer spending will pick up. In the fourth quarter, because I think you had a lot of that drawn down by the hurricane, uh, hurricanes, uh, what was it? Irma. Irma. Yeah. Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. And I think a lot of that will get pulled into the fourth quarter, so I think you'll see a rebound there. Yeah. Let's off with a little about the consumer, consumer center right. that you mentioned, University of Michigan. Uh, October number was uh, highest level since January 2004. Uh, confidence in current economic conditions rose to its highest level since 2000. Yeah. All in all, it looks good. Uh, then on Monday, we got the latest personal income data where we saw nominal personal income growth rise to 0.4% in the month of September. Wages and salaries are both up. Receipts on assets rose by half a percent. Proprietor's income uh, was up 0.6%. And then even uh, pace of rental income. So across the board, the different sources of income that this measures all look pretty good. Yeah, so we've got uh, the consumers sounding like they're doing fine, and why in the world does GDP say that consumer spending growth slowed? So it's still, when you hear that, growth slowed. There's still growth. It's just not as high as it was last time. It, that could be the impact of hurricanes. Yeah, absolutely. And they didn't go into a whole lot of detail in the GDP reading, so it's it's pretty pretty hard to tell unless you really dig in uh, to the official release. Right. Um but we saw the savings rate drop to 3.1% from 3.6%. So you kind of get some conflicting data there. Right. You would expect that people are spending more if they're not saving it, right? It goes somewhere. It uh, does. You know, the income increased, and they're not saving. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, you know, it seems to be it's a bit of a conflict money, with GDP. 
Is that They're burying it, it in the backyard. <laughs> Shauna, have you ever advised somebody just to burn the extra money that you have? It, no. it causes too much conflict just <laughs> to go ahead and burn it. Well, I burn it when I can do so much more with it. I know. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. At least spend anyway. it in all right, uh, we uh, got a couple of indicators of housing prices. Yeah, right? we got S&P, uh, Case-Shiller, Home Price Index, existing home price appreciation picked up again in the three months ending in August. Obviously, there's a lag to this reading. Compared to the three months ending in July, we saw year-over-year growth in the 20-city composite. We've got there's the 20 a huge city, lag in this the 10 city, yeah, and the national average. 20-city composite was up about 6%. 10-city um, was up 5.3%, and then you had the national average um, rise 6.1%. I did see an interesting number um, that Atlanta was, I think, the one of the only cities to have a month-over-month month decline. Atlanta. Atlanta. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm. Uh, didn't give a whole lot of details there, but... Yeah. And then right. also on Tuesday, we got another uh, Consumer Confidence reading. This one, not the University of Michigan, but the Conference Board Consumer Confidence, and it basically reiterated what we saw. This is kind of the government's official number. Exactly. It basically reiterated what we saw Confidence at its highest level since 2000, present situation and expectations, the two components of the reading, both higher. Yeah, so uh, this actually lends credence to the University of Michigan's numbers as well, right? It does, yeah. yeah. Um, MBA mortgage applications is a weekly release that we get. Um, fell last week, second weekly decline. Still not enough of an impact to say really the trend is changing. Yeah. Um, composite index overall down by 2.6%. Refis fell by 45 Purchase index fell by 0.8%. 30-year average mortgage fell one basis point to 3.93%. Doesn't Still sound cheap. like yeah, it doesn't sound like that would be the driver of a uh, no and, you know, and worse applications. And you're getting to a time of year where result where it's going to slow down, you know. Yeah, As we approach uh, winter the holidays and, and the yeah. winter. Unless it's real warm and nobody sells coats and That's and then we, can, we have again, we low GDP the in the first quarter and all those bad things. Yeah, yeah we can blame find it an on, excuse. Blame it on something. It wasn't our fault. That's I right. Where we were managing just like we always do, doing an excellent job, and the economy just fell apart on That's us. That's a problem. It's all because of the NFL. <laughs> right, and pizza. Yes. Uh, ISM Manufacturing <laughs> Index, got to look at the manufacturing uh, sector of the economy. Still looks pretty solid, according to ISM. Um, was a little weaker than the consensus expected in October. Uh, fell 2.1%, but it, uh, 2.1 points, excuse me, uh, to 58.7. But it's still right at its third quarter average of 58.6. It's actually above that. And just to give you a gauge of you know, what does this number mean, anything above 50 is expansionary, right. indicating that you know the manufacturing sector of the economy is still Expanding. Expanding at a, at a fairly fairly solid pace. Right. Yeah, just um, a, a bit of a slowing, right? The big report yesterday, big report, FOMC monetary policy, they, they, nothing changed. They're not going to raise rates in November? No. Okay. Uh, nothing changed. However. They, it does seem consistent, though, with their, with their wording that December seems – Pretty yeah. certain that that's going to happen. 85% is what the market is telling us, 85% possibility of a rate increase in December um, be uh, in the range between one and a quarter to one and a half percent at that right. point. Um, so the market's, the market's basically got it cooked into the options at this point. But on, on the topic of Fed talk, today we got the announcement that the new Fed chair will be Jerome Powell. Yeah. He's been uh, on the Board of Governors since 2012. This is Donald Trump's pick. Um, he's a Republican. He is. Not surprising. He Political is. So a little bit. It's expected he's going to be 
in favor of further deregulate well further deregulation yeah, of uh, financial moderate i think they say financial know, not, not industry not a huge yeah not trying to dismantle anything right. crazy um but also expected to kind of pick up where janet yellen left off a, a slow unwinding of the balance sheet right um and rate hikes in in the you know in the same gradual increments that we've been seeing. Yeah, and uh, we really didn't get much talk as to what happened in October, although it was supposed to kick off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so, you're right. There, so there the wasn't. online of now in two, I, I think in two weeks we'll get the official minutes. Yeah, which so maybe we'll I'd, get more yeah, details. I, w- as I would to imagine we the get conversations some. going on behind strategy to do so, um, but we'll have to wait a couple weeks to see that. Yeah, so uh, you know, all things considered, we're expecting an interest rate. Increase, um, which uh, – and we have inflation that's still below the 2% target, mm-hmm. uh, but it hasn't made them blink yet. Um, Bank of England, speaking of, of you know, un- unwinding of quantitative easing, right. yeah, the Bank of England today, today came out and raised, what, 25 basis points? Yeah, first that's the in, first hike in 10 years? Yeah, it's quite a long time. Yeah, so you're UK. starting to see central banks kind of come together in the tightening. You're not seeing uh, – Europe, the European yeah. Central Bank is not yeah, doing ECB theirs still yet. hasn't done that yet. And, right. and from their talk, it's still a good ways off. So I don't expect to see that in the near term. And even Bank of England said maybe two more rate hikes through 2020. So those are going to be a lot more stretched out than we're having here. Still yeah. gradual, 25 basis points. And they're but. still not rolling off anything from the quantitative easing that the European Central Bank was has been doing for a long time. That is so correct. They're still they're kind of where we were. Ahead, really. Yep. Yeah, uh, they're not growing that, but uh, but they're, they're, they're not letting it. exactly. Yeah, they're reinvesting anything that matures and uh, uh, allowing it, allowing their balance sheet to stay, uh, uh, I guess, bloated like ours has been for a while. Right. All right, let's take another quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Money Talks. Don't touch that dial. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.